Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Day number three at the MLB Winter Meetings. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. And uh, next three hours are, like yesterday, going to be pretty guest-heavy. We've been talking about the Aaron Judge to the Yankees move for this first hour, and we'll continue to get back to that. But I thought one of the most interesting things I read yesterday, uh, Woods, was the uh, insider piece, Bradford William Davis with Dr. Meredith Wills about the baseballs, the actual baseballs being used. And this is something we talked about with Bradford last year. Yeah. And, you know, what was going on as uh, they tried to deaden the ball and what, how are they doing this in Major League Baseball. And Rob Manfred told us all that, hey, they've got it, okay, locked in. The ball We're is good. now the ball. They, they're all the same. They're putting them out there. And that's not exactly the case, uh, at least based on what the findings were. And Bradford William Davis is with us here. On 97.3 The Fans, good to see you, man. Yo, thank y'all for having me back, man. It's, it's always a, a pleasure. It's our pleasure. And I, I'm sitting there yesterday, so we we had DM'd before the winter meetings. He goes, look, I got something. Trust me. You're going to want to get me locked in. I can't wait. So then I see the article go up yesterday. I go right to his DMs. I'm like, I will see you in the morning. You were not, you were not joking. And uh, I read the article yesterday, Bradford, and, and I went, it's like – we knew, we knew, everyone knew, but now that there's some actual like proof behind it, it's it, it's it. Ben asked kind of the devil's advocate question: Should we even be mad at Major League Baseball at this point, like for trying to I don't know grow the excitement of the game? Like, what is your take on? It? I know you, it's your story, but how do you feel about it? I think that's a good question. I actually think that there's nothing inherently wrong. 
I'm fairly agnostic to the idea of like just trying to improve the equipment in order to make the greatest aesthetic ideal what baseball should be. Sure. I actually don't think Rob Manfred hates baseball. I know it's kind of a meme on social media. I say it, like, yeah. you know, like, But, like, I don't, I don't think he hates it. I think he, you know, I think he's in this way kind of like Adam Silver in that he wants to tinker with stuff, you know, like Adam Silver in the NBA. Like, he wants to tinker. He wants to, to make the stuff that we see in the field as cool and fun and sexy sure. as possible. However, you got to be transparent about it. Yeah. That's the first thing. And... In all my reporting, there is very little to no evidence he is, you know, that he has pursued transparency on this. Every single person I spoke to had no idea about any sort of potential process change or even the existence of baseballs that MLB confirmed from last year showing them in the field this year, at least from formal correspondence from the league. Let's back up a step and let's talk methodology and really what was going on here with Dr. Wills and looking into the baseball. I know as a fan, my gut told me, at least uh, the games that I watch, the ball looked dead, especially yes. early in the year. You know, especially on the West Coast. Oh, and he crushed that one, and it dies at the warning. Track. Luke Voigt, is who hits nukes everywhere, was like, I cannot get the ball out of this yard. He said it when we traded him. He goes, I'm glad to be out and, of that graveyard. And it was acknowledged by Major League Baseball that there was an intentional deadening of the ball, just a slight, a slight bit, yep. based on because mm-hmm. the ball was just jumping so much earlier that they said. All right, we've gone too far in one direction. We're going to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And if that was all, okay, well, it's all the same for everybody. But you guys, they looked into, is that really the case, though, with all the baseball? So where is that was kind of the jumping off point here. Right, exactly. Like, that, that is true. Major League Baseball did, you know, att- uh, attempt to, and from what I can tell, succeeded deadening this baseball from the 2019 season where, like, everybody hit 30 home runs. You know, a lot, yep. of, a lot of folks tricked us into thinking they were, they were uh, clean-up power hitters yep. and stuff. But, um... They wanted to, you know, they wanted something better, right? And so, uh, at least what they believed is better, which, again, I'm agnostic to, you know, uh, whether that, that's true. Um, but they so they dead in the baseball. They're making it a little bit lighter, right? Two and a half grams lighter from the from the old school, like, again, just using it as, you know, in, in the biggest scare quotes possible, the juice baseball, right? And um, but what but then what we found is 36 baseballs that don't comport with official league correspondence as to what they were trying to do with it with the dead baseball. They were a little bit heavier. And not only were they a little bit heavier, um, they were, you know, um, and a little bit even should be qualified here because it's a little bit because one gram is like light in, in sure. our hands. But a, a one gram difference actually means a whole lot in the world of physics. You know, but these 36 baseballs that we uh, 36 baseballs that we found were produced in specific weeks. Um, that were different from the balls that were lighter. Thirty-one of which we weighed, to be clear, you know. But but the other the other five are, you know, the other five that we did not weigh were still made in those same weeks, which is why we, we felt confident saying like, yeah, thirty-six. But point. But but the point is, don't get lost in that. Is that yeah, that you know, there are in two different ways. There seem to be a methodological difference in 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 uh, how these balls are being made. And and the timing of when some of these balls are being delivered. The Aaron Judge home run race, New York, is is on the map with a lot of these balls. Um, you know, in the All Star Game, the home run, the All Star Game, the home run derby, which no by the way may, makes sense, absolutely. Like let's let's boost it up for the All Star Game and the home run derby. Nobody in the nobody in the world would have a problem if you use rubber balls for the home run derby. Like let's see how far these monsters can hit a baseball. Let's juice them up. Let's make them. You know, let's make them jump. But when it comes down to that, man, you know, Justin Verlander is is in your uh, in your piece. We're talking to our buddy Bradford William Davis. He's in your piece, and, you know, he's an artist, right? Like, this guy's held a baseball in his hand a billion times. He's an artist. He can hold it and go, that's wrong. That's off. I was at the Callaway factory once, and they said Phil Mickelson can look at his wedge, look at it and, with his eyes, and go, nope, that's off. 
and they measure it and they go, oh yeah, you're right, it's off by a mm-hmm. quarter centimeter. That's what these guys do for a living. So what's the effect on people's careers, their money? Is that is that like what we're leading to? Like, hey man, my ERA jumped up, you know, a little bit because I'm throwing juice balls to these big sluggers. Yeah, I mean, I'm not qualified to say exactly what everyone's career, you know, effect is because there are many variables as to like what leads to a statistical outcome. Of sure. Course, you know, from, from, from scale, which can change from day to day yeah. to, uh, but unfortunately is, is a new variable, which is the baseball, which the baseball. can change from day to day. And that is the problem is that the problem is putting your thumb in the scale in any way with, you know, and especially doing so without informing people. And, um, and you know, like, uh, in the story, Chris Archer, like, uh, you know, veteran pitcher, you know, he's yeah. on the twins last year. Um, he was like, yeah, we do our own diagnostic <laughs> on the field. We're trying to figure out like, is this a ball that is going to travel a little bit more than the other ball that we that I just felt that feels different in my hand? Um, it's you know feels feels harder or squishier. Like you know there there are so many you know um, so many players who attested that he you know I'm grateful for him going on the record on that. But like you know but but plenty of people were having the exact same complaints the, uh, throughout much of the 2022 season. You know and so that's that's the issue. It's just, just keep it real, keep it a buck about what you know. Yeah, Chris Bassett would say, hey, the ball felt good one inning, and then the next set of balls in the second inning felt different. Yeah. and back to the the good ones in the third, it was almost an indication, and you wrote about this, Bradford, that there wasn't necessarily any rhyme or reason or plan behind it, that, that there may have just been some different balls and, you know, shipped to different locations, and they got into the mix in different parts mm-hmm. of the year in, in different places during the season? Well, I mean, yeah, the thing is, like, you know, um, our sample, right, which is uh, 204 baseballs from the season, right, which, is which to be clear, is the largest sample we've ever had, you know, and previous samples have never been disputed by 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 the league and our methodology or anything like that but like but yeah um the thing that was odd at least about this year was that within our sample there did seem to be some groupings as to where the balls are going you know and that <laughs> so it, and that nuts. last year that wasn't the case like I, I couldn't say you know that like yankees got one ball the twins got another right, right? um and to be clear i can't say that this year either but i can but i can only report the data to you and you know and uh and there is a Oh, oh, so many of the baseballs that we found to be different, again, differently made in weight and in, and in production week. And with, based you know, on the code, with, yeah, production yeah, yeah, week, exactly. when we, they we, were we, produced. We, 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 we were manufactured from, wow. from dead balls, you know, quote-unquote dead balls. Um, those Goldilocks balls that we're calling them, where they showed up mostly in the postseason, mostly, you know, mostly at Yankees games within, within our sample, of course, you know, and then a couple of more, um, you know, at, at All-Star Game, Home Run Derby, as you just mentioned, and balls with commemorative stamps, actually. So, like, for example, the Texas Rangers at the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Like that, you know, balls, you know, we, we have a couple of balls with, with uh, those, te- those 50th anniversary commemorative stamps that also show up, like, you know, differently weighted and differently produced by week. And what happened, there was a, uh, a San Francisco giant that said, hey, this is weird, and he... He alerted Major League Baseball to it, and they slapped his slapped his wrist, right? Yes, that's Austin Slater. Um, Austin Slater, center fielder for the Giants, and uh, you know a uh, and someone someone who uh, is a leader in the MLBPA at this point. You know, yeah. he's on he's on the rule change committee, I believe. Um, and you know, just and, and I believe he's he's also his team rep. You know, um, but yeah, he you know he cares about making the game better. Clearly, you know, yeah. you know, you know as as shown by his, his union creds, and and so Slater wanted to um, reach out to Meredith Wills and, and wanted to, to potentially you know help her with yeah. the independent research that she was doing because you know it's hard to get baseballs and you know and our samples can never be fully scientific. We we get them where we can. Yeah. But you know, but the more balls we get, the better it is, right? Of course. And um and so now Major League Baseball heard about it and he got. A word uh, you got word from a, a very high-ranking league official, um, through, you know, via the PA, saying, "Hey, you know," and, and I'm I'm giving a, a deep paraphrase. Please read the article. Um, 
you know, we we don't really, you know, merative science is is you know is some uh, or the merative union, you know, like you can't fire. Yeah, me. you're not fired. You that's not how this stuff works. But he is worried, of course, about other people who may have had their fingerprints inadvertently or otherwise on a baseball getting out to now an illegal source or something like that. And so he wanted to protect them. And so you know, we didn't get. You know, the only baseball that we got from the Giants actually was one where Meredith, who lives in the Bay Area, was in attendance at a Giants game, and the person next to her caught the ball, and that is the one ball we have from the Giants. We have nothing else. We didn't get any, anything for anything from that clubhouse or, or or whatever because you know that because what he seemed to perceive as some sort of warning or maybe even threat, it worked. So how know? how many different ways did you end up getting balls? Because I saw the piece. You, know, you bought some. <laughs> how, how did this happen? Bruh, I have uh, flown around the country. I live in New York. I'm, you know, born and raised from Queens. I live in Harlem. Like, like you know, I'm, I'm a New Yorker, you know, for life, right? But, like, um, I flew around all around the country all summer and fall, like, just kind of talking to people, talking to, you know, whenever, whenever I missed a team that was in town, I, I, would, I would try and go out and, you know, and speak to them. I, I, I spoke to so many different, you know, folks just to be like, hey, this is what I'm working on. I was the guy from the last year's study. And, and so I, I was, already, there was already an informal knowledge of, like, what I was doing. Yeah. They didn't know, you know, face or name or, never, or, or anything like that. But, like, I was just like, y'all. Um, I care about the game and, you know, and, and being better. Like, you know, I think, you, you know, of course, I, me, the journalist, and your player, our, our interests aren't entirely aligned. Sure. There's a lot of overlap here. You know, let, you know, um, to whatever, to whatever degree you can, you know, to my sources, like, like please help me out, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, and, and it wasn't just players either, you know, like a lot of times I just be, you know, I, I would, you know, I, I would, I would purchase baseballs literally, like, yeah. you know, through like either, uh, from ball hawks who were selling them on eBay to, sure. uh, fanatics, you know, official, you know, wow. or, you know, retailers, uh, you know, at stadiums. So like. For example, some of those old school juice balls I found in Yankee Stadium, one was, per, you know, one of those was purchased straight up through Fanatics at a June fourth or fifth game against the Tigers. You know, like that's, you know, that's authenticated. It's got the sticker on it. It's amazing. Know? So like, uh, so so they can't tell they can't tell me nothing that that ball is not juice. Well, that's the funny thing, man, uh, is that you know the in the juice ball era, it sure was a more exciting baseball. Like it was, it was better. It was in. It, I, I feel like it was a better product. Maybe I'm I'm you know jaded or whatever, but I feel like it was a better product to look at. But again, the pitchers don't want the balls to be juiced, and the hitters want the balls to be juiced. You got to find something. It's kind of like the the, the sticky stuff. Mm-hmm. Every hitter wants them to have a grip, but no hitter wants them to have too good of a grip. There's got to be some mm-hmm. sort of happy happy medium with the equipment in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, I find that pitchers, generally speaking, they want consistency, consistency. more than that. You know, yeah, like you know, they want to know that like. That their 3.5 ERA meant something. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, like, you know rather than being something that is varying due to uh, changes in this time, league process changes. You know, um, certainly 2021 and our evidence suggests 2022. You know that lead to different statistical outcomes. Yeah, that's the issue that players have, including pitchers. Yeah, they, they, a bunch of people have told me. You know, and I can't speak to, for all, of course, all players ever, but like, you know, like we're okay with a juice ball so long as that's it. If it's super, if it's super heavy and it always feels the same in my hand. You know, with you know, like, like that, I, I I can work with that. Yeah. You know, because like I mean, like we we knew we knew in the nineties. You know, like you know that uh, like, um, Andy Pettit was good even though he had a four and a half ERA. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just one random example, or, or Rick Helling was good in Texas. You know, yeah. something like that. Like we, we 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 understood that because we adjusted our expectations accordingly. Sure. And we could do the same now. You know what I mean? Like, and but it just has to be consistent. The risk to baseball is that the fans lose faith that the games are being fairly competed on the field like sure you as you said that the major league baseball somehow has their thumb on the scale and trying to determine whether it's not who wins or loses you know who wins you know what the home run record is anything yeah. like that because part of our enjoyment of baseball as a fan is comparing eras and comparing players and we at least like to think that 
hey, it's it all starts on an equal playing field, which is why, Bradford, I think the work you guys are doing, really important, really well done, and I uh, really appreciate you stopping by this morning. Thank you very man, much. Always a pleasure, y'all. Thank you so much. Enjoy, enjoy your see, trip, man. man. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy you. your time out here, all Bradford right, William Davis, insider uh, investigation into Major League Baseball's baseballs. Uh, uh, it's just really interesting, fascinating stuff that you can check out. We're going to come back. We're going to qualify a listener for a trip to Las Vegas uh, when we return. And then we've got uh, Matty V, I think, stopping by from MLB Network. So don't miss a minute of it. Ben and Woods continuing from the winter meetings after a check traffic here on 97.3 The Fair. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to segment of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart and all of our coverage at the winter meetings. This is the final day, uh, but Coach Sean Gintera, Gwen and Chris will be here, all presented by Petter, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Poway. Nobody does it better than Petter of Poway. I have to admit, uh, I, was, I was surprised. I was listening to uh, MLB Network Radio on my way in when I heard the breaking news just as I was pulling into the, the Lexus lot by Petco Park this morning, and... When I heard that they said Aaron Judge has signed, just for a moment, I thought, "Oh my God, is this going to be, is this going to be a moment?" Because I didn't obviously I didn't have my phone, I hadn't seen any of the tweets yet, and for a second, I allowed myself to believe that maybe it was going to be the Padres that that had been the one that had signed Aaron Judge. When I heard the news on MLB well, Network Radio I mean, this morning, sure, we were talking about what we had heard yesterday, and and from. From what I had heard, the Padres made their aggressive pitch yeah. yesterday afternoon in the evening, and like if it was going to happen, we would have heard about it right around when the show started this morning. Yeah, and I, sure I, enough, all it I, happened. It just didn't happen for the Padres. All I kept picturing, it just this picture I painted in my head was they he comes in town, you know, and and it was reported he was around town. Padres not bring him in and just knock his socks off with an offer. Just knock him out of the – and he goes to his wife and he says, all right, look around you. You know, what a ballpark. 
They throw his name up on the board, whatever the hell they do. Put his jersey on the table. And they say, all right, this is what we're offering. And he goes, all right, give us tonight to sleep. I, I, this is in my head. I'm, I'm lying in bed last night thinking of him in his hotel room with his wife going, well, what do you think? What do you think? You know, we can come out here, play with Manny, play with Tatis, play with Juan Soto. I mean, they were right there last year. Um, the media soft. Ben Higgins is soft as, as <laughs> Ben Higgins soft as baby ass. You know, Woods, too. Woods is just a giant fanboy. I don't think I mean, Aaron Judge needs to worry too much about it, being a, a fairly decent human being as he seems to be. But, but I, I, and then I, I pictured him waking up and looking at his wife, and his wife going, "Yeah, this was this is awesome." Just like Manny, just like you know, all the rest of the guys that have come here. And I did, I did work myself into a bit of a lather, and then I thought, well, where do you hit him? Do you hit him one? Because he was hitting one for the Yankees sometimes, <laughs> but they needed, they needed him to hit one. I looked at this team and I go, he doesn't need to hit one here. Am I going to go old school and just go Tatis in the one, Soto in the two, Manny in the three, and Judge in the four? Because that's pretty disgusting. And now, here we go again, Ben, at 725, and then I'm sick to my stomach. Because <laughs> now I have to be pragmatic. And I go, who's our cleanup hitter next year? What are we doing? Who's yeah, playing first? Who's playing left? Now I'm getting pissed. <laughs> now I'm getting pissed. Who's our first starter? Who's our first baseman? What are we doing Who's here? our DH? Well, do we care about winning anymore here in San Diego? Yeah, obviously it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but it's also – these are still going to be issues, and, and you made the, the astute point this morning. It's not like there's a deadline today at noon. You better sign everybody you can sign by noon. It's not the case. There are going to be guys, Ben, that are good, good players, like like tens and twenties of million dollars a year player that aren't going to sign before today. Yeah, you feel like you lost the winter meetings if you walk away and you haven't signed a superstar. That's right. not that's not the that's case. not the case. Um, I think overall, though, these winter meetings have been a pretty big win. We didn't know, you know, there's been winter meetings that have come and gone with with nary a, a, a giant headline. It's yeah. all just this has been talk fun, man. and rumors, and then everyone leaves and nothing happens for weeks or months. But this one, even if nothing else happens today, between Turner and Verlander on day one, uh, a flurry of moves yesterday and rumors, and then Judge to kick off this morning. This has been a pretty active and exciting winter meetings yeah. here in San Diego. Bob, Bob Nightingale just tweeted, the primary primary reason why Aaron Judge flew to San Diego on Tuesday was to meet with the Padres. They offered him $400 million over 10 years. All right. Judge stays put in New York over $360 million over nine years. And, yeah, that, that lines up with exactly what we had heard. Yeah, so exactly in, what in, we heard. In, in essence, he once again turned down more money, same average value per year, yeah. $40 million per year but one more year from the Padres at the same money and turned it down to stay in New York with the Yankees. Yep. So what is, twice uh, this week the Padres have offered the most money and been rebuffed New York, by the superstar. New, the state of New York compare to California as far as taxes? I know that when you're talking about that kind similar. of money, it plays they're a the factor. Two, they're the two it. highest, I believe, okay. uh, in the country. I don't know. Probably huh. California's a little yeah. higher. But My wife texted me at like 6 a.m. She goes, are you kidding me? Like She was, she had gotten her hopes up about Judge, too. But, I go, I, look, it, we can't you can't get upset. It's not like he turned down. He's taking less money to go to Milwaukee or right. Kansas City. Yeah. Or something. he's the king of New York. Well, and the thing okay? too, I think he's he, the captain I think, of the Yankees. I think the Giants would have paid him a, su- a substantial amount of money too. And but you know, I was talking to some buddies about it yesterday, and it was all right. So if the Padres have to play the Giants. Cool. We'll just pitch around Aaron Judge. Who who beats you? Mike Yastrzemski is going to get you. Not like there's a lot of work to be done. I mean, there's a lot of work to be done in New York too, but. There's a lot of work to be done in San Francisco, and, and I know they got Hanniger yesterday, uh, which is a good move for them. But they there probably was a little bit of, of you know panic on their on their part, like we got to get somebody, so let's get Hanniger 
for three years, and he's going to help them, help their offense, which they so desperately need. But if Judge went to San Francisco, then they're still four or five pieces away at least from, from being a, a contender. You say that, but they won 107 games two years ago. I mean, yeah, I know Buster Posey retired. Sure. But well, guys have gotten older. Guys got hurt. Yeah. You know, I mean, it. it, it I, I, I would never take away – what they accomplished with 107 wins. That was that was staggering. That was a staggering achievement that no one in the world uh, guessed. Nobody, Ben. Nobody. Not one national pundit, not one talking head said, oh, Giants are going to be gangbusters this year. They're going to win the division. Nobody. So is that a fluke? Is that an anomaly? Did everything line up in their favor? They had good starting pitching. I mean, they lost – you know they lost a starting pitcher uh, uh, after that season too, so I don't know, man. I I, I do Gossman, think yeah, yeah, Gossman. So I think you know a lot of things worked well for them that season, but they had a terrible year last year, and their offense is what needed help, which is why they were willing to spend so much money on Aaron Judge. Um, but they need more pieces than him, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm you know I I'm I'm being a greedy fan and that I want somebody I want a splash is it bad of me to want a splash I want a splash I want a career of course a you do every, I want a splash every fan does it's it's the fun part of it and uh, maybe there still will be one I mean there's time left and and AJ has been has been throwing bags of money around trying to sign someone has not happened yet uh, we will see if there's something still to be done before the end of the day we've been a uh, little freebies this week instead of having to beat woods and take on woods We've just been qualifying listeners for our grand prize getaway, a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas, and two tickets to David Blaine in Spain's at Resorts World Theater. Head to AXS.com slash David Blaine in Vegas for your tickets or be the fourth caller right now at 833-288-0973. Fourth caller at 833-288-0973. Italian Paul, answer the lines and uh, get your name and number and put you into the hopper for our grand prize drawing at the end of the month, a little extra holiday surprise uh, for a Tier 1 listener coming up with a trip to Vegas later this month. All right, uh, we will come back. Uh, we definitely have some more guests. Not 100% sure Paulie says on Matty V. He may be on the, the breaking Aaron Judge story, but he may be stopping by as well. Otherwise, we'll be talking about who the Padres need to go after, everything else that's happening right now here at the Hyatt downtown at the Winter Meetings 2022. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. a uh, Boston Red Sox fan, you're very uh, whelmed. Not over, but not under. Yeah, you're whelmed. You're whelmed. You're just yeah. an average amount of whelmed. You're whelmed right now because the uh, Jeff Passan bomb just drops. It's his closer, Kenley Jansen, and the Boston Red Sox are in agreement on a two-year, $32 million contract. 
Sauce is familiar with the deal. Tell ESPN. Sauces. Sauces. Yeah, sauces. Like dipping like sauces? Sauce, no, sauces. <laughs> yeah, sauce is familiar with the deal. Tell ESPN. Ranch yeah. source, yeah. buffalo ranch. source. <laughs> what are you closing there in Boston exactly? <laughs> Not wins. Like, the what do you? What do you? What well, do you I, if you're a sixteen Red, million, if you're dollars? a Red Sox fan and you see the the Judge news, and then you get you're the like, thank Jansen God, we have news. we got somebody, we got know, something. It, it just it, it's like you know, wow, consolation prize day. Not that we're not feeling the same. Yeah, way we're feeling. The same. Hey, wait do you see us react later when we I mean, land Chris Bassett just, or something? Just be glad that the Padres hadn't been all like at least we hadn't known about. Padres are going to be all in on Judge, Judge day one yeah, of yeah, the yeah. offseason. And we're just like and, the Giants. And the now, Giants fans are sick right now. And, and now then we're getting disappointed. You get the arson Judge tweet well, yesterday from John Heyman. We didn't do don't do this, but I mean John Heyman got to be. I I hate. I try not to throw other members of the media under the bus. I know yeah, how same. hard I know how hard this job is, and I like to cut people slack. But that, to me, come on, man. Well, was it the? It was not only the misspelling, the, the typo, arson it, it judge, the arson judge. Yeah, and it was the. It's not even. It's not true. Yeah, He's, had he never had arson judge never been a thing, and he just tweeted originally I, Aaron Judge headed to the Giants. Like, that's a massive it's tweet massive to get that tweet. one wrong did you guys see so legendary giants broadcaster Dwayne kuyper yes on vacation i did see this his son oh his God. son oh sees God. the Heyman news texts or calls his dad i'm not sure which one and cole tells kuyper. him yeah cole kuyper tells him dad we got we, judge. we got judge and and Dwayne on vacation fishing or doing whatever the hell he's doing <laughs> was like hell yeah woo got him then Cell service goes out. He can't reach him back to tell him it was all BS. So he right now is like sitting. I, I'm picturing him on the side of a bank in, in, in Montana. Let me work on some calls for him. God, it's gonna, where's he going to hit in the lineup? He gets back to his cab and he's like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Like a good solid 24, 36 hours without knowing that uh, Arson Judge, in fact, is not going to be a San Francisco Giant. He's going to be back to the New York Yankees. So, uh, Arson Judge still available. Arson Judge is out there. He is out there. But, hey, man, I watched him on MLB Network last night. And I was like, I mean, there's a small part of me that felt bad for him. But I'm like, you you did this. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. It wasn't done. And and sometimes you're a little premature and it ends up happening anyway. And happens to all guys, And man. if he had still gone to the Giants, you know, probably John Heyman would have said, all right, I, I knew it, but it wasn't. They wouldn't confirm it. They wouldn't make it official. Why? But once he gone once gone to the Yankees, I mean, that's a tough one to live down. There now. is something. There's something about the psychology of this business that I. You know how Bradford William Davis has done. The, he has decided his life's work is the baseball. The baseball in and of itself. It, the baseball. He wants to dive in, Ben. He wants to know the intricacies of the baseball they use in Major League Baseball. I am interested in the psychology. In sports, in this world that I've, I haven't been in that long, man, only about five years doing sports radio. There's something about the psychology of needing to be liked. There's something about the psychology of needing to be first. And you are willing to throw your reputation on the line because at the end of the day, what are the real consequences? Can, has, has the Max Scherzer uh, tweet that he sent and, and killed all of us Padres fans? Is that derailed Ken Rosenthal's career in the slightest? No. Is this going to hurt John Heyman? Is he? Did he get called in by his boss? Is he going to get fired? No, it's not. There aren't really any consequences, except people think you're, you know, kind of a joke for doing stuff like that. The psychology of being 
first rather than accurate is something I am riveted by. There's and more terrified. Con- there's of. more consequences for not breaking enough news rather than being accurate. But see, when that's the case, though, you're more apt to throw crap at the wall and see what sticks. Well, that's the problem. Exactly. That is the problem that there's no there's no real punishment involved, but the rewards are too good. And honestly, does does it, does any of our lives change if if it, we waited until nine o'clock this morning for the Aaron Judge news to be officially announced by the New York Yankees? Here's the John boys. Does anyone's life Look at you victory guys. lap? Yeah, victory lap. But pantsless, you know, just pantsless mm. in the lobby. Congratulations. <laughs> Got to keep that guy. Poor, you keep poor that JP Morosi and Ken to. Rosenthal have to be up at. You know, just all hours, like 24 hours a, a day yeah. to make sure that they're the first <laughs> to break this story, to make sure that they get it out to their followers. And now, of course, then we all have to follow those people because we can't miss it. It's just how the how the cycle of baseball media works. I mean, I, I was getting DMs yesterday and uh, a really, really nice dude. I talked to quite a bit in the DMs, Matt. And he said, man, I he goes, it's driving me crazy. He goes, I shouldn't let it get to me as much as I do. He said, but it's. It's truly driving me crazy the way that media uh, is working right now, especially in the game of baseball. He said it's just – he goes, it, I used to really enjoy the offseason, the trade deadline, et cetera, et cetera. He goes, now I find myself kind of pulling away from it, just kind of like I want to unplug. Let me know who's on the roster at spring training, and then I'll get excited. I said, well, we f- unfortunately can't do that. You know, we have to be uh, staying on top of it. I, you, you're, you really suffer as a husband and a father. As last night, I'm eating dinner with my phone in my hand, hoping to see any sort of breaking news, certainly. But there is something to that, man. And, and I, I've, myself personally, have been able to say, ooh, don't be one of those guys. Try your very, very hard. You too. You too, Ben. You had some news a couple of years ago you could have broken and didn't. And, and because you could not find that one source, and it had to do with Philip Rivers, and it was accurate. And it would have been accurate. It would have made you look like a big hero, but you didn't do it. And I had, I've had plenty. And I just, there's something in it. Like I don't have the, I think I don't have the intestinal fortitude to be wrong so badly. Like because John Heyman was so wrong, so wrong. People yesterday in San Francisco were rejoicing that they were going to get the judge. All rise, the judge's court, judge's chambers out and out by the, you know, hit it into the bay. They're probably printing up T-shirts, man. And now. Arson Judge is back to the Yankees. We're in a bit of a bubble, though, because, honestly, it was, what, 10, 15 minutes before he retracted it? Yeah. Most people are at work, and they've got no idea. They'll find out at the end of the day, oh, I guess for a few minutes, people yeah. thought that yeah, you're true. the judge That's right. was coming, right. and, and then he wasn't, but I never knew about it because I actually have a life. Outside of what my baseball team does, but we don't. We it's that's all we live on. We got the uh, you know that stupid port your iPhone sends you. It tells you how many hours a day you're on your phone. Mine, I got it a couple days ago. Nine, nine hours a day. Nine <laughs> at nine forty a day. I'm like, all right, dude. That like, how are you? Like, come on, how are you doing this? And it's all Twitter. It's all Twitter. That's more than a third of your life. Yeah, on my phone. And when you talk about waking hours, that's probably about half. Yeah. What am I doing right now? I'm talking to you, and my eyes keep shifting over to Twitter, waiting to see when we land Carlos Correa. Looks like another pitcher uh, off the market uh, just now. Jose Quintana going to the New York Mets. Uh, Just heard Italian Paul let me know in my ear. He's a a guy that I I didn't see directly connected with the Padres, but at least speculation that that could be a a back-of-the-rotation guy that the Padres might be interested in as the options, at least for pitching, are, are starting to get a little thinner now he had a really nice bounce back um last season and and yeah certainly somebody that i I think 
was probably looked at, uh, probably on, on somebody's board in there to look at. But uh, Italian Paul, you are, in fact, a, a Met fan. You lost uh, DeGrom. You added Verlander, and now you got Quintana. You got to be feeling lost. Pretty. Walker, lost, you lost. Oh, yeah. lose Bassett. You as may well. lose Bassett he's, as well. He's a free agent. So this was this made starting rotation entirely. You, you needed this one. Needed it, and I really appreciated the playing of Simple Man on the uh, the rejoin there. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But one of my um, selections. yeah, no. I again another guy. I wish I would have had a couple of years ago, but not not <laughs> upset with it. <laughs> wish we would have had that guy. Two, four years we ago, did. we did coming off of the four White Sox. Yep. All right. Yep. There you go. So you're uh, you're bolstering your rotation, and uh, we are are still sitting here scrolling Twitter looking for any any sign of I, life. I, I guess I'll go back to what I said that that pitching is where I probably would now put my my main focus if I was AJ Preller. The question is, do you think Carlos Rodon is is worth what he's going to command? Because based on Based on the numbers that are coming in, and you, these are huge contracts being given out. I saw the point made yesterday. One thing that probably people weren't factoring in is agents are all going, hey, all the inflation, you know, I'm, I'm bumping up, you know, my, my $10 million contract becomes a $12 million contract just with the inflation yeah, alone. no doubt. Uh, in, the last, in the last year or so, and that's making numbers look bigger as well. But with the numbers that are going out there, is Carlos Radon going to be worth what he is going to command? <laughs> If he wins you a World Series, the answer is unequivocally yes. I've liked what I've seen from him. Last, I have too. The last couple of seasons, Good. He's, he competes, 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 competes. Very, very um, full of piss and vinegar. That kind of take guy. him away from the Giants. Keep him in the division where he's already familiar with a lot of the batters. Seems like there's less of a a ramp up time when you do that. I want to say that I was watching MLB Network. And, and somebody qualified him last night, and they said, but there are some injury concerns. Was it his shoulder? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not familiar enough, uh, so I don't want to speak confidently on that. It's just something I, I'm parroting, I think, from MLB Network last night. But, um, yeah, he's, he's the top name on the pitching market right now, at least via free agency. Never know who's available. We talked to Skip Schumacher yesterday, Ben, and they've got a, a, a pretty promising group of young arms. Pablo Lopez is a guy that I know a lot of teams are calling about. I wonder if A.J. Preller is one of them. Um, there's, there's, there's pitchers available to be had. You know, I, Bassett doesn't do much for me. I, I know he had a really good season. I the think ERA's he, in the three. I think really he could good. be valuable. I, I'm probably biased by Because we whipped his ass yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, by, by the playoff <laughs> results. And, hey, the, the, he, you know, he was one of the big guys complaining about the baseballs. I yeah. don't necessarily like to hear that. And, and maybe that's a, that's a me issue and not really a Chris Bassett issue because you just want him to shut up and dribble. You just want him to shut up and dribble. No, no, he's talking about baseball. That's that's okay. That's not that's not what that's talking about at all. And I don't mind when athletes have opinions on the news of the day. I, actually, I, I I think that that's a good sign when you've got an athlete intelligent enough to talk about other topics. He's but, beloved by Bob Melvin. He loves Bob Melvin. Okay, ground ball guy, um, and I think. Again, yes, it's hard to look at Chris Bassett and go, oh, ultimate competitor, warrior, after we put the wood to him. Let's give us more credit Maybe. than him being bad. <laughs> he won't have to face us yeah. if he's on the Padres. Yes, he did not say. like the prospect of having to face the Padres in the playoffs again, so he just joined them. Pulled the Kevin Garnett, uh, if you will. So, How did we, or um, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, um, not Kevin Garnett, my guy. Who am I thinking of? KD. Kevin Durant. Durant. 
Oh, that's Garnett. Racy. Yeah, that's I was yeah. thinking. I kept hearing Durant in my mind. Yeah, and I was doing the same you thing. You were saying Garnett, that's but exactly I kept right. hearing Durant <laughs> in my mind. Um, how did we get it so wrong going into the offseason? I mean, we of any anybody here should know what what the Padres are at least no, generally thinking. No, right? no, 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 no. You don't think so? I don't think so, man. I don't. We, we don't sh- know. We shouldn't have known that that Peter Seidler was going to aggressively pursue top free agents that aj preller was going to do this because we we had all we had talked about and other it's not just us but other people in the media that yeah the Padres are going to fill some holes but probably going to look for depth pieces and they're not looking at the top of the market they're certainly not looking at any of the four shortstops aaron judge is out of the question you know carlos redon not really on the radar yeah we're looking at a different quality free agents but not the top level how did we get it so wrong what did we miss? Are we not? Do we not have enough evidence that Peter Seidler wants to go out and spend money on his team? Well, there's what, what are we? What are we missing here? It's I want. It's I want to know. It's one thing to say it. It's one thing to say it, and then you see these deals that they do with Suarez, and you see the deals that they do with Martinez early, and you see they're a little bit creative. And the initial thought by you and many others was that's an overpay for both of those guys. Then, as the market kind of filters out, you look at it and go, actually, pretty good deals. Um, I don't necessarily think you got it wrong. That's not so. We also thought, okay, well, they're going to sign their own guys. They're not going after the outside guys, the big guys. Because you look at at what they need, what they need, and then we don't know what they want. We know what they need. Like we, any moron that has a radio show like us or a podcast can look at it and go, let's see, we we have holes here, 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 and here. This is what we need to fill. That's what they're going to go after. It doesn't make sense in anybody's mind why when you have Fernando Tatis Jr. coming back, it allows you to maybe read the tea leaves a little bit to say, do they believe in him at shortstop? Do they believe in him at all? I still think they do. We know they do. Um, it just makes you a better team. I, I, I think it took everybody by storm, Ben. Right, me, I, I really do. Let me put it a different way, then. In the next five years, at any point, will the Padres have the highest payroll in baseball? In the next five years? Yeah. Yes. They're heading toward, it seems in my mind, with the commitment to want to extend Juan Soto, the fearlessness of going after top free agents on the market, that not only is Peter Seidler comfortable with being in the top five in payroll, where he already is, but it seems like he's comfortable blowing past everybody else and being Steve Cohen, being the Yankees, being the Dodgers, who aren't even that comfortable spending like Peter Seidler is right now. Yeah, they're, they're talking about, in, in a couple of those markets, you know, resetting the tax, resetting the luxury tax. They're letting some guys walk. Uh, the Padres will get there again. They will get there again. They'll get to that point where they're going to have to reset something. But they haven't gotten quite to the, the, the numbers I heard the other day on Cohen, and I know that this Quintana deal is going to push it up even more. When they get to the th- third level, which is they, yeah. they're calling it the Steve Cohen, that tax alone is $96 million. So if his payroll is three fifty, it's four fifty essentially. That sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. He's got, but, again, who sat in here and told us it's not real? This money's not real. This is, this is monopoly money for these guys. And um, I, I, I do think, yeah, Benny, if we're not one, we'll definitely be in the top three in the next five years, maybe even two. If you're one, if you're one Soto and Scott Boris and you're seeing the willingness of the Padres to go out there, are you more inclined to perhaps aggressively try to extend now rather than wait, you know, your two years until free agency or 
until you're getting at least closer to free agency. It's such, cash, it's well, such a good question. While the bags of cash are out there, why don't we just get ours now? It's, a, it's such a good question. Um, I don't know Juan Soto enough to know where his heart is. Does he love being here? Does he want to be a Padre for life? Uh, we just don't know. We don't know. We've had him for, for six months here. I, I hope that's the case. Um, I think the natural inclination is to say, we didn't get Turner and we didn't get Judge. Let's go give all that money to Juan Soto and keep him here for the next 10 years. And I'm, I am so far, like, okay with that. It's not even funny. Like, that, I think that helps you win a World Series if you keep Juan Soto here. Uh, and you don't let him get to free agency. You don't let him go anywhere else. You don't even you don't even insult that man by letting him get through this season and having another full season. I was just gonna say, I don't. How many times have we heard from people just just give him a full season, give him a full year in San Diego, a full spring training? Yeah, all of it. Don't even let him have that MVP caliber season right. in 2023 right. before we extend him. I mean, it's a gamble. It's a gamble, but I think it's a pretty safe gamble. All guests on Better Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. We'll come back, uh, reset the show, all the big news from the first half of Better Woods, and then more guests in the second half of the show. Levi Weaver from The Athletic. Yeah. Our friend Eno Saris. Mug Grant going to be stopping by. Lots to get to. Jason Stark all ahead on Better Woods. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 